What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. And this is not, not another damn another podcast. damn podcast. Did it by our damn selves. Our damn selves on 336, damn it. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Sound like Joey from Blossom. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Uh, Xers, millennials, zennials, whatever. I didn't, even, I didn't even really watch Blossom like that, but I remember that. I remember whoa. <laughs> you don't know shit about the show, you know whoa. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Catchphrases in a time capsule of the nineties. <laughs> Did I do that? <laughs> you got it, dude. <laughs> um, well, I'm running out. <laughs> Oh, you ain't got no job. <laughs> job. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yada, yada, yada. Oh, yeah, yada, yada, yada. Uh, you already said I do that. Uh, uh, I can't think of no more. I can go, well, I mean, I I can go back and shit. <laughs> Peace out on the Wayne's brother. <laughs> would do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or Jamie Foxx. Ah, <laughs> bro, <Hell. Hello>, Braxton. <laughs> Braxton. <laughs> oh boy! Oh, don't Forrest, I got. Yeah. I Karamba. We can go I on that. Do a whole one just on that show. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Nineties <laughs> yep. catchphrase is it? It seems like it's more. We just drawing blanks right now. <laughs> Probably a lot of shows we didn't really watch like that. I got one. Um, two snaps up. Oh yeah, two snaps in a circle. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so, homie. Don't, don't play, play that. that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hip. I'm slick, and all women love my. Frenchie. <laughs> <laughs> was which one called the precursor for Frenchie and um Hollywood Shuffle? Was that Frenchie? Uh Jerry Pearl. Was, <laughs> <laughs> was, was that Frenchie? <laughs> Jerry Curl. Like uh, uh, what Jerry Curl's real name was. Maybe it was Frenchie. <laughs> Same <character>. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was Frenchie. <laughs> the precursor. They just called him Jerry Curl. They never said that character's name. I think <laughs> Dude, <a> Jerry <laughs> I got another one. <laughs> Let me give you my business card. Um, Damn. <laughs> finger Productions. <laughs> finger Productions. And if you're too young to know that, man, you have to watch and live in color. You have to go back. Thank you very much. <laughs> but I ain't one to gossip, so you ain't heard you ain't that. Heard that for me. <laughs> Living color got a lot of. <laughs> Let me show you something. <laughs> Let me show you something. <laughs> Fire Marshall. Hey, for real though. Wanda, rock your world. Rock your world. <laughs> Also related to that. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, my god. <laughs> oh my lord. Ah, 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 ah. Zombie laugh. Would have thought we'd just start going down a rabbit hole of 90s catchphrase. GTD. <laughs> <laughs> Got the draws. I want to get a shirt that says GTD. <laughs> oh, you stupid. Yes, Rest in peace, Bobby. Yeah, the 90s was a magic time, as you guys see. Yeah, like '90s was just special. Like, yeah, um, like '80s was dope, but like '90s was um took it next level. I would say. Oh, I know one more. Not the mama. Not the mama. Not the mama. <laughs> the baby from dinosaurs. Okay. 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 Because <laughs> that was the thing. The baby. Yeah. <laughs> that baby. Was like, you, um, you'll appreciate this one. Hello, nurse. 
Yes. Hello, nurse. That's from Mia era. <laughs> loved it. Loved Animaniacs. One of my favorite shows that would race home to watch after school. From '93 to like '98, I want to say it ran. Yeah. Yeah. The Warner Brothers and the Warner Sister Dot. I always feel like we were like the Warner Brothers and the Warner Sisters. Yeah, Kareem, <laughs> not counting Kareem. I guess he would have been the executive and shit. Warner Brothers. Yeah, because like yeah. <laughs> he was holding. <laughs> <He's the executive>. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you were definitely Yakko. Yakko was the asshole that was me. And then Wacko always ate, so that was Feast. <laughs> And, then and that was, was cute, so that was me. So I mean, it worked out. <laughs> that was debatable. <laughs> cute. Shut up. <laughs> Ask me. This podcast is getting disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> that was cute. <laughs> God's cute song, Rockin'. <laughs> you ruined my cute song. <laughs> Oh my lord! But that was a about, <laughs> learned about geography, but the Animaniacs, like the fuck United States, Canada, Mexico, Canada. <laughs> I saw somebody do an updated version. You know, the country's done changed so much in thirty years. They have. I saw an updated version of that, like last year or something. Somebody did it with mm -hmm. like all the new countries. On they did a new version of um the Animaniacs. If I'm not mistaken. I'm not like I said. I think that this is correct. I think that the voice actor who did Yakko did that in one take. That was like his one take that he did that in. Yeah. I think. I think I heard that somewhere. I was like, he did that in one take. Like, wow. Like, okay. No, nope. <laughs> if it was him that did the updated version of a small because I saw somebody on YouTube, you know, you find everything on fucking yeah, mm -hmm. they didn't update the 2022 version of um the, the Animaniacs map, whatever <laughs> they did an updated version of it <laughs> with all the new countries, like countries split and then countries that didn't exist then exist now, so like, yeah, stuff changes, like, yeah, <laughs> like Czechoslovakia doesn't public and then like yeah they, they split yeah mm -hmm. um in Africa is all kinds of countries that declared their independence in that mm -hmm. it's like like South Sudan didn't exist in that was like it's like it's like countries that declared their independence and stuff mm -hmm. but like they did like an updated version with like all the countries that are there now it's like yeah it was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be that person and again like the internet changed all of that shit uh but back in the day, we had like old ass encyclopedias and shit. <laughs> you just, I recently I put a post on my Facebook. I saw your encyclopedia. The world book. World book. No, I was trying to explain to Ariana because my everything she does, through, she does through Google Assistant because we had the Google Assistant. So she always, hey, Google. Every, you know, she always just yells that out and then. You know, to let's Google tell her something or whatever. I got, a, I got Alexis in every room of my house. <laughs> so I get it. Except the bathrooms. That's the only place. Because right. I have Google assistants in like, in like all like the high traffic areas of my house. So bathrooms, like every room got Alexa. <laughs> and Ari was like, yeah, mommy. I said, yeah. I said, this is what I had to do. I had World Book Encyclopedia when I was your age. She was like, how did you, you had to look it up, you get the volume, you get the alpha, it's an ass alphabetized, you get the volume and you look it up in the and volume. I, and I, you see the flaw with that, yeah, like, um, these will get outdated quickly. Something. Very much so. It's like, like, you always joke about, you still talking about, yeah, the, the 48 states like that. It's like, yeah, well, like, Hawaii and Alaska was like, like, 1960, I think is when a lot of like, here's like, a good one. Like our so, current so our age at encyclopedias from 1960 and shit basically. Here's a good one. Our our current president, Robert Reagan. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? President and President Nixon said. President Nixon. <laughs> said, Yikes. Like, then he, yeah. then he um, resigned before we were born and shit. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> wasn't even born when I, I'm not a crook captain. <laughs> no, wasn't even born. <laughs> but, I at least went Reagan. I did Reagan Reaganomics at least. <laughs> I, was, yeah, I, was, I was trying to think of something old happened before we were even born. So I was like, yeah, it's about President Nixon. <laughs> President Carter. <laughs> <laughs> the peanut. <laughs> Well, first person I remember is uh, is uh, Reagan. That's the first one I got. Earliest I remember is President Reagan. Reagan. 
I can't even say I remember the 1980 um, election. <laughs> I can't say I even remember that. I just remember him always being president. I don't remember him getting elected. <laughs> he was president. <laughs> That's just the president. I remember people complain about Reaganomics. That's about my extent of Reagan. Like the adults complain about that. About like, yeah, probably the earliest president I remember is like maybe Trump. Cleo might be Biden. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> It yeah, might, I think Cleo's gonna be Biden. Yeah. yeah, it might be the earliest president they remember. Kari could be Biden too. I don't know if she remembers President Trump and shit, but um, that might be the earliest one they remember. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, Trump, but maybe even Biden. It's like they wouldn't remember. Like, oh, Ari wouldn't remember Obama. It's like, yeah, she was a no, she just knows the history that oh, black oh, yeah, president, him, but she doesn't remember him being president. No, not at all. She just knows that it was a historical moment. That's all she knows, but not the. Because she was one and shit when his um his term is his term ended, she was one. So. Wouldn't know that shit. Because you really a prodigy, you wouldn't know that shit. <laughs> but that's the pro. Oh yeah, I don't know what I was gonna say. Yeah, you were really balling if you had Britannica. Damn it, <laughs> Britannica. Yeah. Like world book, like that's that was for the peasants. <laughs> like how shout out Douglas. We always do that one kid that had Britannica and shit. <laughs> it's like, is that one kid? I have Britannica. <laughs> world book, <laughs> that's for the commoners. I have Britannica. <laughs> that was the good shit if you had Britannica. <laughs> we had some because some people just had to go to the library. <laughs> Well, you always had that one kid that said world book. They look down on it. It's like we like like champagne drinkers. Like the one person looks like Moet. It's like I only drink Cristal. It's like, that's what it's like. well, some people it's levels. Some people couldn't even afford cooks and shit. It's like exactly, but it's levels to it. That's the point. Is it is levels. So what you think is beneath you, you think it's beneath you, but it goes up. So you know. But you're always that one people like they couldn't. They just couldn't. They like had to. The way to come to school, like yeah, go go on their lunch period and go to the school library. Exactly. Do that. But people didn't have the option. They just didn't. But thankfully, we had we were able to have World Book. (laughs) We had our World Book. It's like we had two sets. I mean, we had like the the really old one. Now we got like the new one, like the The new one. The 90s version, <laughs> which was outdated a year later, but by 91, <laughs> the shit was outdated. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing with those things, they, they didn't last long. Yet. If you had some old, it's fun, fun to go back though and to like think about like how far we've just come as a oh, we had child craft too, slapped and shit. Yeah, that was the ch- the kids' yeah. version of um of World Book. Yeah, I remember the child craft. And I did some crafts from the child craft. I was like, oh, a paper mache. Let me do this paper mache. (laughs) That's how I learned how to do paper mache. Child craft, baby. (laughs) Yeah. But it's cool to look back at things like that. I mean, obviously, like, technology is much better and much more convenient now. But it's just fun to just see, like, where we were and where we are now. Thank you, kids. Um, Card catalogs and the Dewey Decimal System. Try explaining that shit to them. I don't even know, like, how they're even reading. Shout out, out Mrs. Reed. Well, I learned the Dewey Decimal System. That's <laughs> where I learned. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to read it now. I'm like, you, that's one skill that was set. so long ago, I forgot about it. You, lose it you, uh, you, you don't use it, you definitely lose that type of skill set. Because I'm like, uh... <laughs> And a card catalog and shit like yeah, see those um at those those little drawers, the little tiny drawers over there. You gotta go through alphabetically find it. Yeah, you gotta bring a piece of paper with you too, because you can't take the shit with you. You gotta write it down, write down where it is. Then go to the the slip of paper, yeah. Then go to the shelf and find your book. It's like. Think about how much time <laughs> that's just to find the button that you still have to read the book after all of that. <laughs> Instead of just Googling the shit, <laughs> you got to go through all of that just to find the book. Then, what if you do all, do all that, and then the book is checked out and shit? Like, <laughs> <laughs> get to the aisle, and it's not even there. And shit. It's like, yeah, all of that shit. <laughs> Somebody checked them up. Like, oh, that book is not due back until next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, no. 
it was very ghetto in the 80s and 90s. <laughs> I get why the um, research paper was like worth half your grade because like you worked for that motherfucker. You worked for it. You definitely right, so did. This is half your grade. If you don't, that's why it was worth so much them damn papers because <laughs> you actually put in work on that shit. It's like, <laughs> and then you had to have uh, your uh, your bibliography and all that stuff. Yeah, well, cite your sources, baby. <laughs> Modern Gymnastics by Bart Simpson. Fees, Fees had the greatest source ever. <laughs> Shout out, Fees. <laughs> <laughs> this is before Simpson mania exploded. So he got like about a, a year before Simpson. Right before, and maybe, maybe not even, maybe six months. Maybe about right six months. Yeah, it was like right before the right Simpson. before the big explosion. Like right he, before it just, you know. That teacher probably looked back and was like, yeah, good one piece. Don't <laughs> 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 back when they realized what he did. <laughs> but it was too late. He had already got his A by then. Well, you had to cite your sources because um, because you always had teachers that didn't want you to use um the world book too, because that was my source to everything world book. That's world why book. We, that's why we lied and made up modern gymnastics by Bart Simpson because our real source is the fucking world book. And world book. We always said that teachers like yeah, like no, nah, you can't use this. Oh, you can or you can use that for one source. It's you like can you use have one source. That's sources. World book can only be one. It's like I'm doing the whole fucking paper with the world book. What are you talking about? I got world book at the house. So you think I'm going to the library to do this paper? <laughs> I'm using them motherfuckers right there and <laughs> the world books. <laughs> and teachers wanted you to like do unnecessary work, even though you had world book and shit at the house. So you had to actually go f f get books and then cite your sources and the bibliography. And that's when the, the cap came in. Because they couldn't look them up either. There wasn't no internet. Teachers didn't have internet either. So they, they, they couldn't, they couldn't look up modern gymnastics. You could just lie. And, <laughs> and say it's some obscure book and shit like they can't find it. <laughs> Let's say go and right. ask. <laughs> it's, by, it's by an obscure author named Bart Simpson. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> he only has two books and this is one of them. <laughs> He's an obscure author. <laughs> That's hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> He's related to um Val Simpson's cousin, <laughs> Master <Astrid> Simpson, <laughs> Bart Simpson. <laughs> Solid as a rock. <laughs> Solid as a rock. Nephew of nephew of OJ Simpson. <laughs> not so not solid as a rock. <laughs> solid as a Bronco one shit. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. Hello, I can't. Twitter world. <laughs> I can't. Oh my lord. I see. But since we talk in nineties, yeah, yeah, we um, then um, we didn't bullshit it enough. <laughs> That's called the warm up, right there. Um, November 9th, nineteen ninety three. Very important day. Sound like Doc Brown, a red letter day in the in the, in the, in the world of hip hop, yeah. Like Doc Brown when he was talking about this November fifth speech, yeah. November 9th, nineteen ninety three, red letter day in the world of hip hop. You had two all time classics drop on that day, competing <clears throat> albums. Yeah, we know it's Camp I'm in. Let's drop the first. You had um the Wu Tang Clan, Thirty Six Chamber, they first up, and then my favorite. Tribe Called Quest, Midnight Marauders dropped that same day. I already know which one you're on. <laughs> guess, um, guess, what, guess what I was doing at Sam Goody on November 9th, 1993 at the Plaza. <laughs> Sam Goody at the Plaza. Yeah, your cassette. <laughs> my cassette. Listen, on my Walkman, on the ride back on the 95, uh, 95th bus ride. You like smoke, girl. Please sit down. <laughs> Ran, here's another little nugget you'll you appreciate. Ran into our childhood friend, Philip on the bus. He's like, oh, oh, yeah. he described and said I had to give him one of my earpieces because he's like, oh, he saw me listen. You know, like back in you see that, it's like, oh, what you mm -hmm. what you listening to? So I like that new try. Oh shit, let me hear. Like, yeah. Let me hear. Let me put it in my ear. So he was like, of course, he was a tribe fan too. He was like, <laughs> so I gave Philip one of my earpieces on the ride back because I ran into him on the but at the L. You know, you running there. That's where you run everybody at the L. Like, at the L. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so he's like, oh, it's a new tribe. Yeah, let me listen. <laughs> Cause like I was thirsty, I went and got it that day. Cause Low End Theory was such a great album, so he knew that Midnight Marauders was only gonna take it next level. The follow up was gonna be, yeah. <laughs> and they did it appropriately, where like the follow up did um, live up to the hype. Like the follow up was yeah. lived up to it. Cause some of that sophomore album can be kind of, you yeah. know, it can be shaky. Yeah, it's such an iconic album. Sometimes it's like, uh, yeah, it's hard to top your. 
you know, like Mike, like Michael with Off the Wall, and then he took Thriller here. It's like the same. Yeah, thing. definitely. Low end theory, and then they took um yeah Midnight Marauders here. It's like so. Mm -hmm. But um, it seems like um I'm in the minority. Most people like Wu Tang was the album that came out that day. To me, I'm like it's Midnight Marauders. <laughs> <laughs> I was more of a tribe fan than a Wu Tang fan. That's like, yeah, it's um, tribe is like that takes me back, man. They just that's what I you grew up on it. That's what the hip hop that I <laughs> tribe that that whole sound is like that. Yeah, native tongue sound as they called it. Tribe did have that, and then just the wordplay of a uh, of a uh, five dog. Like his wordplay was just ridiculous. Like he's, I felt he was very underrated. Yeah. When you listen to some of like his word, like uh, it took me a second to notice the uh, bus off air cast that you got Siemens furniture because like that went over my head, like the you know it goes over your head at first, and then I I, I, I knew that one right, but I get it. Yeah, you were. And it, it didn't hit me the first time I heard, it, and then I was like, wait a minute, what are you saying? <laughs> like, wait a minute, yeah. what are you saying? I was on that bus ride. I caught the. <laughs> like, I didn't catch it the first time I heard it. I didn't. Uh, I'm snapping this. And I yeah. think Feast got it too. I don't know if he got it that day or the next, but he um, he had the cassette around that same time. He might have. I know we had it, but we both went and got that. We were both thirsty for that that tribe. <laughs> <thing. laughs> then I saw him with his right after. I was like, "Oh, you got it too, okay?" <laughs> He's like, "Had to, dude." <laughs> I still got that tape too. I was like, you know, I still oh. got my cassettes. Like, <laughs> they had I still got my cassettes somewhere in my house. I have to like dig them out. They're somewhere in my house. Yeah. I still, storage. <laughs> I still got that Midnight Marauders tape. Mm -hmm. Should have broke it out for this. I'd have held it up. Like, like 30 years ago, I got it. <laughs> so that was 30 years ago, like that, 30 and some change now that um that right. November. Because I saw everybody posting in the timeline. And I saw a lot of Wu-Tang posts. I saw some tribe and I saw some post both. It's like that's why I said the red letter date in hip hop is like because two very, very important albums. Yeah, like some people. Most people, if you're a hip hop head, you have those like in your top twenty five albums mm -hmm. in there. Yeah, but Midnight oh. Marauders. Yeah, I was. And I said my memory of that is riding back on the bus, running into Philip at the L, and then oh. I had to, gave him one of my earpieces so he could listen to. <laughs> no moment, no moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I had to talk about that. And got to meet Tribe. Yeah, years later. So that was you like, did. At the um rock the bells, cause I was um had all access. Shout out brother Dave, yeah, he came through on that one, yeah. So we pretty much could go anywhere we wanted in that damn building. So, oh wow, yeah. So um and when tribe, yeah, and uh, cause they headlined, yeah. I told you like one of the biggest moments, like um one of the I made it moments I had was standing next to um plug one of De La Soul backstage, like watching tribe perform. Like, having a conversation like man he killed they still got it dog <laughs> i was like oh, this is fucking cool you had told um like 14 year old eyes that he'd be standing here one day doing this <laughs> i'd have called bullshit yeah <laughs> you know you're gonna be backstage standing next to one of daylight watching tribe and having a conversation right, that's, yeah it's like <laughs> that is kind of a yeah well, watching these guys on your MTV raps, like yeah, watching Tribe and Daylight, and then you're gonna be backstage with a member of Daylight while watching Tribe on stage performance. <laughs> Pretty cool. <laughs> really cool. Because yeah. like cool. they wanted to see Tribe too. Yeah, like they were like, yeah, because I was standing there with um with the pasta news from Daylight. So he was like, we're mm -hmm. off standing off the side of the stage. Like, oh yeah, they're killing dogs. Like, okay. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is a cool moment, yeah. Dope. And got five five Diggy's number at that one too. So we mm -hmm. exchanged numbers. So it was just a cool that rock the bells was just a cool day. Mm -hmm. They actually became cool with Fife. Yeah, he was mad cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Rest in peace to the legend. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, hate to bring it down. Let's bring it back up with good news right here. For all of my um Fellow, well, I'm a former. Fellow. Well, I'm still one. Yeah, all of my fellow actors. Yes. The SAG after strike is over. Yes, yes, I saw that. Good news for the actors because now they can get back to work, and uh -huh. good news for everybody else because now some of your favorite shows have been on hiatus all this time. They'll be coming back soon. Yeah. Exactly. 
because we didn't have a fall season because of this strike. It's like it's still yeah. like reruns and then like on other shit they airing. It's like no fall season. It's like it's yeah. reality TV now. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like, like, like what you predicted. You said it's going to be a, a new wave. wave. So that's how the first wave happened. It was, it was a writer strike or something way back when. And so mm -hmm. that's how this um this previous wave of reality TV started. <laughs> Because it's unscripted, so they really don't have writers. <laughs> yeah, and it's not actors, so <laughs> they're not actors who are on these reality shows. So, and even if they were, like back then, I think it was um, it was I think it was a writer strike and not an actor strike. So, actors, if you wanted to, you could do the shit, but most of them didn't because they didn't want to do that shit. <laughs> you still had a few that did, like Ray J mm -hmm. was doing stuff, like a few did some reality TV, but most of them didn't. <laughs> Like for the love of Ray J and shit like that. It's like you had like Ray J doing shit. <laughs> but um, yeah, so the actors are getting back to work, which I know quite a few of. Shout out Sherryon. Yeah, so they I know quite a few actors too. So and I've been following uh, my one uh friend's page from college where he was talking about because he worked on NCIS, like he used to work on there. So yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> Wildcat is like um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Tam. Yeah. I mean, we know like some getting back to work, yeah. That's good because you think about like I think just the most dismissive thing that people, and I stand firm on this, that people always want to say, and my whole feelings about this is if you ain't got your shit together, you can't tell somebody what they should or should not be doing. Like, for example, with people who are, whether it be, like, another strike that ended, obviously, the auto, like, they ended yeah, we there. we talk about that, too. All three, uh, the big three all got new deals, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think um, GM, people, was, GM was the last one. I think Ford was first, then Stellantis. I think GM was the last and GM one. GM probably held out the longest, yeah. There's last, but they all three of them right. have signed new deals. Now. But when people, uh, like, when you do, like, if you do decide to, okay, these, these practices are unfair. We're going to go on strike. But then obviously you go on strike, you're not earning any money. And then it's kind of like, oh, and then people, when they shout the thing, we'll just go get another job. And it's that's so dismissive to just say to somebody, why don't you get another job? It's like, you like jobs are not just, you just don't go and just be like, hey, okay. Robin Harris says, uh, <laughs> who is it? Job. Not job, right. <laughs> so it doesn't work job. like that because some jobs, it's like, especially... If you've been working in a certain field, like I said, we'll use uh, we'll use acting. So like if you've been cultivating your acting skill for 10, 12 years, you're at a different level of somebody who just came out of like, you know, Juilliard or something like that. Like if you came out or Columbia, if you're in Chicago, as if you came out of a performing arts school you and you've been and you've been cultivating your skill for 10 to 12 years, you're at a different level. So it's like, so you, where are you going to go after? Like you love, you love the flexibility of being an actor. You love all the benefits you're, that come. You're, with. you're, you're a creative first of all. And you like, yeah, yeah you having to set your own schedule. That's flexibility. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, you like the flexibility and you have, you're creative. And you're creative. Yeah. Everybody like, I, I want people to. That. I'm a creative so I can relate. Mm -hmm. I couldn't see myself. creative side. I couldn't work in a factory like that. They, they yeah, I have a creative side. Like I have where I can unleash my creativity. But it's like, you know, just saying that, just saying like you need to go and just do that. But it's like, meanwhile, it's like you're living in your mom's basement and your mom is taking care of you. Yeah, <laughs> but you're telling people to like, just go get another job. Another, you can't tell you to get another job because you have to have a job in the first place. <laughs> That's just what I just get with people. With That's their... what I come back. Yeah, I would tell you to get another job, but can't get another job if you never had one to begin with. <laughs> That's just the thing about it. Like everybody doesn't have the same path. Like we have people who are creatives. We have people who are entrepreneurs. We have people who are factory workers. We have people who are educators. We have yeah, many different. We have people who are trade people who can build and. Fix yeah. things. Some people are, yeah, good with their hands. It's like, yeah. Not I. <laughs> not I at all. I can't build shit. I can't. I'm all. Um, That's not a skill set I have. Yeah, I'm pretty handy. I don't have that skill set. So, like, our dad was good at that. I think I got some of that from him. <laughs> I was like, well, Marcus is good with this. So, I mean, I'm like, I, yeah, anything. Yeah, you can, you can build that, honey. Yeah, you, you got that. That's not my skill set. But 
I'm happy that the strike is over and, you know, people don't look at the big picture because like I said, we went over like weeks ago when we showed like the list, like I said, obviously it was like outdated now at this point, but you can adjust for inflation to see yeah, that maybe 10 years ago, something like that. Yeah. Um, I just but you can adjust for inflation jobs in Hollywood. Yeah. The, the average salary of these jobs. You see that the average person is not a millionaire in Hollywood. It's <laughs> just not. And, um, the crew members on that side. It's right. like, let's say your unsung heroes are like your editors, your, um, your cameraman is like, yeah, like those, like, yeah, like, yeah, on that side. Yeah. Like the editors crew. are definitely the unsung heroes. The ones who are like really the uns the people who do like who add like the voice the sound effects in. Yeah, effects. Like yeah. Those yeah. those people, because like watching it, like when they were showing um, you know, to enhance the sound, like when like, the lady like had to like walk with high heels on like a wood board at the same time. Yeah, you know, they to add the sound it. in. It's like, yeah, because the, the regular sound is is crap. Yeah, you gotta, right. you gotta enhance, they call it sweeten the sound. Yeah, you gotta sweeten mm -hmm. the sound. Cause I didn't know it was like that intense, and when they were showing like a rainstorm, like the way the people were like, you know, the way they were like in there, like really making this rain just. You, you get what I'm saying? I was like, wow! I didn't know all that went into doing sound. I didn't know that until I saw it behind the scenes. Yeah, I'm like, they really, and you have to sit, you have to watch, you have to be in sync with exactly of how it's playing in front of you, because you have to be exactly on. You know, now you know the part. A lot of people don't know what the purpose is. You know, when they have the um the clipboard, and they'd be like, yeah. Takes one like that. That's what that's for. Because yeah, you're able to sync with that. It's like, yeah, because um you can see the movement and then the clap is like syncs the sound. It's like so that way when you're editing, yeah, you start from that moment. That's what it is. That's what the purpose okay. of that is with the um, yeah. If you're like, why do they have the thing like yeah, yeah? <laughs> it's like so 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 take four. It's like, yeah, because they have you have it on the screen and then the click is like so you can match the sound with it. That's why mm -hmm. they have it like that, yeah. So not nah, a little oh, secret okay. there, yeah. Because I, I was talking about that on set, like when I was that's where I learned it at. Yeah, so that's because like so the editors can like match the picture and the sound. It's like yeah, nice. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's they a good thing. A, they have a visual of it because you can see the board and then the click is like the sound. So okay, we start editing from that click. It's like that's how you match everything up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so that's nice. the that, yeah. <laughs> But people will see, and then they, they, you know, they see Brad Pitt or George Clooney or whoever, and they think, well, these people. I think everybody's an alien actor. <laughs> it's not for them. It's not for Denzel Washington. It's not for him. Yeah, they straight. It's like if Denzel never does another movie, yeah, they're straight. <laughs> it's for these, like, like your Sherryons of the world. It's like, yeah, we're out of work. Like the, the regular actors, yeah, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, yeah, we, we need to strike to wrap up. Yeah, we, we need our checks and shit, yeah. And as we saw, and that's what we saw in 2020, a lot of these celebrities are not as was not as well off as you thought they were. When your whole bread and butter is you having to do performances, and the world shut down, you couldn't. Uh, do yeah, these are the, are the musicians and um and stage act like people people will go on the road basically. Yeah, they, yeah, people uh, who are like that's their bread and butter. From comedy, yeah, stand up. That's why a lot of them started doing um like online Instagram, yeah. yeah, Instagram yeah. comedy. They, they shifted um because you had to adjust, yeah, because you couldn't go mm -hmm. out on tour anymore, couldn't go to no comedy clubs no more, so they had to adjust. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if that's how you making your money, and so you get like three, three, four grand like a show, like if you like got a, got a following, it's like yeah, mm -hmm. like all that money's gone. Is uh. <laughs> Oh, let's say, um, let's say I'm be, I'm gonna be modest. I'm gonna be on the conservative side. Let's say that if you're a person, whether it be rapping, singing, whatever, you're an entertainer. I'll just say like that you're an entertainer who makes your bread and butter on the road. Let's say you're able to pull in ten thousand dollars a month. Yeah, that's a modest. And then I said, so like with a a yearly, you're making that over. Would, uh, if you do one show a week, that would average like twenty five hundred dollars a show. Mm -hmm. That's my yeah. That's all modest. Yeah, that's a modest. I'd say that would be not, a modest. Uh, not extravagant is not uh, and is not. Candies is like that's a modest yeah, you like, make uh, a good living a show yeah because mm -hmm. it is people out there who just strictly are entertainers and they are making sick they're making just over six figures yeah. which if you have a family you can support a family making six figures but now if that disappears we had a buddy um a dj buddy of our very popular dj in chicago he had to start um instacarting because of that mm -hmm. that's all he does is that he's um and he's um, a mobile DJ is all he's done. Yeah, he's he a DJ. Yeah. He doesn't work on radio or like, yeah, like he's, um, cause like us radio, we were straight. It's like, yeah, it's like, okay. Like the, um, gig money was side money. Yeah. I still got my right. radio, show, but like he was not on the radio. So like when the gigs went away, 
his livelihood went away. So he had to start Instacart. There you go. There you go. Ends me. Yeah. So you gotta do things for filling the gaps. So when people say, you know, just get another job, like another job may not come as easy. And then especially if you are kind of recognizable, as we saw with um, Jeffrey Owen. Yeah. This is pre-pandemic. This is the Cosby stuff that messed his money. Yeah, up. the Cosby messed up his when money. That, um, when uh, they pulled Cosby some some syndication. Mm-hmm. That was his his income was like yeah because Cosby was airing a lot so everywhere everywhere making six figures in syndication money he probably was making a decent salary yeah. by the nineties they uh, signed better deals as far yeah, as then, like yeah like they um because like the cast of the sixties and seventies got screwed like Marsha 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 and them got screwed yeah, <laughs> once they didn't see a penny of that <laughs> they got screwed. Said, yeah, we didn't get like as much as it showed air, we got none of that. Yeah. All he checked, we got is the original time it aired. It's like we ain't get none of that syndication money. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, none of them um Brady Bunch folks. Yeah, they all got screwed. Nothing. Yeah. But um, yeah, but he probably was making good money, like just from that. Yeah, now when that went away, your income goes away. Mm-hmm. He, Jeffrey probably has a family, he got a support, so he went to work. He did what any man was gonna he did do. What he had to do. Support your yeah, family. He swallowed his pride. He said, I'm gonna take a job. And yeah, it happened to be mm-hmm. as a checker, yeah, at a grocery store. Yeah, yeah. idiot had to take a picture of him. Yeah, trying mm-hmm. to roast the man and then yeah, roasted her ass and shit instead. Yeah. That's yeah. all about saying that man is trying to support his family. And most people know, like uh, that, yeah. Have you not been following the news like the Cosby show? Like <laughs> it messed up his money and shit. Yeah. And he he I don't think I I didn't see him on much since the Cosby show. It's not like he was like like he pretty much was semi-retired from acting at the time, yeah. He yeah, he pretty much was. But he really wasn't on. Yeah. You didn't see him a lot after the Cosby show, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, so, um, but he said, I still got my residual check, so I'm straight. But then when that went away, he had to go back to work. Mm-hmm. And um, I know what I yeah, tried to roast a man. It's like, and then she got roasted. <laughs> had to shut down her whole social media. Yeah. <laughs> like, people roasted Dumb her. Ass. But um, if you have another skill set, you can survive to like shout out what's the name? Um, one of my guys, yeah, shout out John Cena. It's like, yeah, because like, um, because no, he's like John Cena is pretty much an actor at this point. It's like he doesn't, yeah, but um, he came back to WWE when the writers when the there actor, you go. so he had a little run like this summer from like um, August to like like October, he had a mini run. And then his um, they just killed his character off like about a week ago because I guess they knew that this actor strike was coming to an end. So his character basically got his ass kicked and like and got you know got beat up like bad. And I was like, oh yeah. So Cena like timed it out right so he was able to like disappear. So now you can't see him again. So he disappeared. Right? You can't see him before. So. <laughs> Like, but now that everybody doesn't have that option, well, everybody like, doesn't have that to fall okay, back on. Act, yeah, I mean, go back to WWE. Let me give let me give Vince a call and shit. <laughs> this is looking crazy now these days. But... <laughs> he uh, he got what nine and a half billion, whatever. He handlebar. He looks like a cartoon villain. He looks just weird now. He looks very weird. <laughs> I wasn't prepared. I was like, "That's Vince now." <laughs> looking like a cartoon. Or or the other thing that people may have, like I said, now everybody has, it's like if you have a spouse who, you know, who can shoulder, who can carry the load, because some people, everybody isn't married to, like I said, we see the power couples where like one person's an actor, the other person might be an athlete or whatever the case may be. And but everybody doesn't have that. Yeah. Or like if your person is like, an, like, even if you're not like in the entertainment, if you're like an attorney a high power attorney or you're like a doctor or you know something like that investment banker if you're like something where you're like a yeah, something that's earner. not um hollywood related so because the strike didn't affect your money yeah like say you mm-hmm. work if your partner has that but everybody doesn't have a partner who can shoulder the responsibilities if like one of your incomes disappears but Happy that the uh, writer's strike is that the what well, the SAG is over. The writer's strike was over a couple of weeks yeah, ago. But not the SAG. Then, um, that's why late night TV came back because the um SAG, the writer's strike ended because mm-hmm. they were all in strike too. Like yeah, with um like Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy, Jimmy Campbell, Campbell and all them. Colbert, like um the Daily Show, all of those were like yeah on hold too because mm-hmm. of the right. And when that ended, they were able to come back to late night. Yeah, so now mm-hmm. like you're gonna start seeing some of your scripted shows come back. Like your um acting, yeah. So all the, so your fall season. I'm saying I'm I'm predicting around the new year you're gonna start seeing the new shows drop. Yeah, okay. They, 
But some stuff you still got to film and all of that. So like yeah. January, like all the uh, favorite shows will start coming back around that. I'm time. ready for season two of uh, Wednesday on Netflix. That's what I want. I wonder when that's going to come back. Hopefully it comes back by maybe, I think, hopefully I'm crossing fingers, maybe by spring, even summer of next year, I'm hoping. In Space Studios was creepy as hell uh, during these last this actor break. <laughs> I was all went over that way. I was over in that area, and it's right. like just a ghost town. A ghost town. Yeah, like usually that place is like, especially this time we in the fall TV season. He's like so much action going on over there at this time. It was like mm -hmm. nothing. Like yeah, it's like yeah, I forgot the damn actor strike, the SAG after. So trailer is out because like, I mean, because even around Chicago, you'll see like the, you'll see the NBC. Uh, you yeah, know, they have like the location shootings. You'll see they like, black certain streets blocked off. It's like yeah, mm -hmm. like crew crew parking or whatever. Like, like you see like the, it has the side has like the upside down arrow. Yeah. yeah, with the upside down arrow. Yep. yep. Cause I see a lot of those like around here, a lot in Chicago. You just driving around. I'm like, oh, I'm like, there's a, a NBC truck right there. Okay, like what show are they shooting right here? Like, you they know, shoot a lot of, cause they got three Chicago shows of the NBC. Yeah, the Fire, PD, and uh, Med. So it could be any one. Mm -hmm. Cause I see a lot. I would see a lot of those just out, just indifferent. And then the cool thing I saw one time, like when I was looking, I was like, oh shit, cause I was like, I, I was in Hyde Park. I want to say, and like. At first glance, I thought it was an accident, but then I realized, like, oh, this is a shot because I saw it was like an ambulance that was like against a fire hydrant. It was like, mm. like I guess they were trying to make it like the ambulance crash. And it was like the water was like shooting up because I thought that was a real thing. And I was like, oh, wait. And then I saw the truck and I'm like, oh, okay. It happened. Um, WGN News put their foot in their mouth with that shit because, um, because it was a, a crash in the middle of King Drive. It's like, like, um, like, like let's say 29th and King Drive. So it was a plane, mm -hmm. a small plane. And they had the aerial shot. Yeah, we're, we're, we don't have any detail. It looks like a plane crash right here on the south side of Chicago. And then like five minutes later, yeah, oh, we've just been informed that that's the that's shooting a scene for Chicago fire. So forget everything we just said. It's like, that's why you don't try, you don't got to be first to report the shit. Like get, get the details first. It's like, yeah, y'all on the air with that shit. And it's like, now you got, you probably had the neighborhood panicking, thinking a plane crashed like in the middle of the, in the neighborhood street. It's like, yeah, because they saw a small plane sitting in the middle of King Drive. It's like, oh. I remember that plane situation. Yeah. I remember that, yeah. yeah. It's like it's like like around like Brian like around 29th and King something like that. Yeah. It's like they had the aerial shot with the choppers. Like you see the plane in the middle of yeah. We don't have the details, but as soon as we get it, they come back. Oh, that's Chicago Fire. The film I see. Get the details first. That way, you would have never even reported it. And you have to do your due diligence. Like that's just our thing. We always say, do your due diligence before you just start yeah. doing this. Start before you start blabbing at the blabbing off at the mouth. Yeah. Do your research first. Well, let's let's stay in Chicago. A couple yes. of Chicago um institutions. Well, Chicago. Uh, let's do the map. Chicago, not Chicago. This is right outside of Chicago. Um, well, if you have that old car that's been worth money, <laughs> oh yeah, you won't be able to have it towed away free and get cash on the spot anymore. What am I talking about? Victory Auto Records in um uh, Bensonville. Yeah, they're closed. Nero Hair. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls off the yeah, uh, door and the door falls to the ground. He's like, oh. <laughs> and then he sees Victory has it um, hooked up to it. Yeah, they give him, um, he, he gives him the title. $50. They give him $50. And he gives him the car title. So, yeah. Even like 40 years ago. Even in the 80s, he was like $50 for a car. We were like, they had a hell of a run. I think Victory started like 84. So that's almost a 40 year run. It's like, <laughs> they, they had a hell of a 39 year run. It's like, so they had a, a, quite the run. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. It's just not gonna be the same. I'm like, oh my gosh, like victory by like, really? our lives. I was like, yeah, 84. Come on, it's like yeah. it's been there our whole lives. Like pretty much we watched video. Watch. <laughs> we grew up with that commercial. It's like it's uh, it's been around so long that your kids like know, know the commercial now. That's how long it's been around. <laughs> I say if we do like the sweet 16 bracket, I say victory our records might be uh <laughs> for Chicago commercial. commercials. They go far. <laughs> They'll go far. But, um, Empire up there too, the five eight eight two three hundred. Moving on. Moving on. Put um seven seven three two zero oh, two. Boop, 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 boop. Uh, it goes up there. So well, you always say more money, so those the That's like your top, yeah, your top Chicago <laughs> mm -hmm. commercials. Yeah. <laughs> He's mad. He's mad. Mad Max. 
Bad and bad, but you're not crazy. <laughs> yeah, you want can O'Connor can. Uh, what about Bob Roar? Bob Roar, man. There's <laughs> a lot of car dealers. It's like <laughs> Chicago Land commercials. Yeah. But Victory Auto Records, they're closing their doors after 39 years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because they said that um they're going I think at the end of the month they officially closed. They're gonna stop accepting cars, I think, on the 18th or something like that. I saw. You still got a few more days of that car to get fifty dollars for your car. You get fifty dollars on the spot for your car. <laughs> you got a few more days, yeah. <laughs> Well, you can get a star transmission. Yeah, they, <laughs> they got ten acres. Yeah, or fix up that old cars with used parts. We have starters, transmissions, all types of cars. <laughs> Why do we know the whole commercial? <laughs> I even know the number seven zero eight eight six zero two thousand. Was it eight six three zero? Now it changed area codes. That's how long it's been around. It changed area code. <laughs> <laughs> Six three oh eight six zero two thousand. Six three zero out there. I think it's six three zero now. Yep. I saw old. I remember when it was three one two. That's all. That's how long ago. I remember. Yeah. There was no area code. They just read the number. Yeah, eight six zero two. Then they added the area code seven zero eight, and then later they added six three zero. Because suburban was um first they went seven zero eight. All the suburbs were seven zero eight. And then mm -hmm. when they started running out of 708 numbers, they had to break the suburbs up. So the suburbs, they, North suburbs, South you know, suburbs. Yeah. And then the city got big too. So said, oh, we got to break that up as well too. It's like Central is 312 and then everywhere else is 773. They had to mm -hmm. like start breaking them area codes up. The 847, they made North. 630 is like West and then um, uh, at 708 is South for the suburbs. Right. Uh, break mm -hmm. all of that up. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember all that is happening to it. It just means that we're getting older because I'm like, this this is like, these are Chicago staples. Like, I'm just kind of like, all our Chicago memories are slowly yeah. being wiped away. I got another one, too, for you. Another one. Grand Lux. I know. I saw that one. That makes me so sad. Grand Lux. How many people you know, had that was my their spot. first date there? Like, yeah. How many people had their first date there? <laughs> Grand Lux was our spot. But even even when the pandemic, we still support them. But and I just feel honestly, a lot of restaurants just never really recovered from yeah, the pandemic. Like, it was rough on everybody, and um, some just couldn't couldn't make. And you think about it was on the Mag Mile. Yeah, you know how much rent is on the Mag Mile. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> we know how much rents are. But like even in the pandemic, we still went to Grand Love. We still support. It. Like Marcus would pick up curbs. I pick up for us all the time. He like I'm like, oh, I want the buffalo chicken because that was my thing. I love the Buffalo chicken rolls. So I told him, I said, we have to go a few times before they close. They close at the end of the year. And he was like, a few times? He laughed. <laughs> I was like, you know you want them chocolate chip cookies. He was like, you're right. <laughs> the chocolate chip, chocolate chip cookies are fire there. I'm a cookie <laughs> connoisseur, you know me. Even though Those I'm, cookies are delicious. No, no, Nobody's greater than mine. But, yeah, but I'm a cookie connoisseur, though. Yeah, chocolate chip cookie connoisseur. Yeah, and those, those cookies are delicious there. <laughs> that's good. They're good for some, um, you know, like, they're good. They're good cookies. They are. Might go get me some cookies, though. Because, I mean, we've had people where you see just go straight just for some cookies. I think it's one. Looking at one. Yeah, I might go get some cookies next week. I'm thinking. <laughs> Maybe after class, one day or before class, I might go and just get some cookies. I'm thinking about that. <laughs> just because. I'm all about the buffalo chicken rolls. <laughs> so, or some and. Maybe I might try to figure it out. Maybe I might have to put some in the freezer and <laughs> just freeze it. Stock up on the shit. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, we we loved going there. Like the first time that we got back um, to going out for Mother's Day, like you know when things started kind of calming down a couple years ago, we went there for Mother's Day because that's where I wanted to go because we was like, okay, now we can actually start going back out for Mother's Day. I was like, I want to go to Grand Lux. We went there, took the kids, and that was their first time, well, Khalil's first time being out in downtown Chicago because we didn't get to take him out because, like, he turned two in the pandemic. You shut down before you got to. So, <laughs> yeah, so, like, he was just, like, you know, looking at all the sites, he was just amazed at all the traffic and all the, you know, all the people in downtown Chicago. You down there every day, so. Because he was just like looking and he was just staring and pointing at everything. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, that's right. You've never been to downtown Chicago. At least he wasn't like Jake from the um the shy, like when he thought that um Lake Michigan was the ocean. 
to the shared aquarium on a field trip. Is <laughs> that the ocean? The ocean. <laughs> like, no, you never seen Lake Michigan. You're from Chicago, but you never seen Lake Michigan. It be that way sometimes. Never been out of the hoods. <laughs> never been to the lakefront, so he thought they were at the ocean. <laughs> As y'all people get down there, we're going to send them out on a bank. And the thing that I do like, at least uh, at least they have, they're given ample time. And then they said that they are preparing their workers to transition them to like other positions. They are working with their workers to help them. So that is a positive that I do like about what they're doing. Giving them time to like find others. Unlike the signature room who just, you know. Oh yeah, tomorrow's our last day. (laughs) Oh yeah, we close tomorrow. What? Like you tell people now that like, yeah, tomorrow we're closed. Which I kind of have, I I could happen to real with me too. Like with, um, with dad, with legends is like, (laughs) it's like, um, we were just, yeah. Cause I knew like the end was near cause business hadn't been good really since Jordan left is like stuff was kind of on decline during that time. And then when the um guy came and took the video game machines, that's what I and then dad just wishes, oh yeah, today is the last day. Like, we had no farewell or nothing. It's like he just saw oh, yeah, when we close tonight, that's it pretty much. Like, it. When the guy took the machines, like, oh yeah, today is the last day. <laughs> uh, he could have gave me the heads up. He was like, people, you know, people are gonna be looking for us. Like we had our mm-hmm. record. So he just oh yeah, today is the last day. <laughs> yeah, it is I think that you should get like a farewell like so i do like that ground left is like working to help transition because like we said this economy is hard and when you take away people's livelihood like it is um and then i've seen waiters and hostesses and stuff like that it is waiters who can make six figures depending on where you wait oh, yeah. At. yeah if you are um, in a in upscale a restaurant area that um that people tip well in you can make good money like for example let's that's say where, that's where tipped workers win that's where like um Cause like most um tip workers like they up they upset about the like the ones in those areas they're like like no nah, I'm cool working on tips is like yeah mm-hmm. cause like they make like good money yeah like, like for example like if you if you work at Mastros in Chicago yeah. <laughs> but they don't get they don't give a shit about the two right they say we <laughs> I'm living off tips I don't give a fuck about that oh, which car like where I went the other day <laughs> Maple and Ash if you went if you like there Maple and Ash. And so you're a waiter there. Like they don't even give a shit about their pay. Right. Like, yeah, like we killing on these tips. It's like, so mm-hmm. we don't want the tip jobs to go away. Like, yeah, those are the ones that don't want them to go away. I had a friend that, um, she was a bartender. And she talked about that because, yeah, she wasn't ugly. You know what? Yeah. Who, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She made a killing off tips. She was like, yeah. Yeah, like, you can. Yeah. Like I said, depending on where you're at, like I said, it depends on the clientele, the area. Not being funny, your attractiveness, your attractiveness on a scale of one to ten. Not being funny when I say that, you know. But like, you get like seven, eight hundred dollars a night on tips. It's like yeah, because yeah, like you know, folks be like spending. It's like you like yeah, twenty, twenty five, like each by each rep, <laughs> each rip. Yeah, so that adds up. And I shit. someone who was a physical therapist, but then they moonlighted as a bartender, uh, and they said they really, uh, they really did bartending during St. Patrick's Day. That's why they, they made all their money. They say like in one day, they say on St. Patrick's Day, they made over $2,000 just on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. I was like, whoa, <laughs> they made over $2,000 just because they was like, they started drinking at 7 a.m. on St. Patrick's Day. They started, you know, started drinking early and they the bars stay open all day, all night. So and most people, unless you're a real cheapskate, you're not going to like, you're not going to tip anything less than $10. It's like, yeah, so yeah. If you mm-hmm. like making like ten dollars a pop, like from seven a.m. <laughs> all the way through the night, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Add up. they can add, they can add up. up. <laughs> but go and support Grand Lux if you are in Chicago, and you know, let me know what you guys think about it. Because, like I said, I like it. I know some people. I mean, it is a, a parent company. It is a parent company of um. Of uh, the cheesecake factory, yeah, it is. But uh, you know we, how we all know the factory been big in the news lately. We all know why. Yeah, we all know about the cheesecake stuff. So, <laughs> but I mean, just because there's a chain restaurant doesn't mean you can't eat there, right? You don't even know what that means and shit. <laughs> they don't know what I mean. They heard Karisha say, it and now they're like, "I can't do it." Period. <laughs> Not gonna eat there ever again, period. <laughs> you heard somebody like that say and now they can't. 
Well, here's a place that I'm probably never going to eat again that's close to it. <laughs> it's Dr. Grand Lux or the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> what is it? It's a place that we know, like, um, but, but now when you <laughs> we know better, you do better. Uh, There's a place that's been a Chicago um, institution for all of our lives as well, too. It was featured in the Blues Brothers, the Calumet Fisheries. Shut down. <laughs> Signs of rodents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yes. <laughs> no, not the rodents. Yep. And so let me pull the picture up. So I want to laugh. I've gone there. But I haven't been there in a while. Like we haven't been we there. We all have years. gone there at some point. We all been gone there. there. Yeah, but we all have gone there yeah. at some point in our lives. Yeah. <laughs> if I got the smoked uh, salmon, when I would go, I got the smoke because I like they had like the smoke, and then you could just go and just it will already be smoked, and you just have to just warm it up or whatever. Sure, I had a um, I I've gotten perched from there before, like. You know, like mm -hmm. they had the bomb stuff, but um, I'm not eating there no more. But they, um, well, nobody, <laughs> the rodent. Once you start talking about rodents, nobody's gonna eat there anytime soon. But like, yeah, <laughs> you see, like they got the sign, license suspended, closed down. Uh, what does it say? It don't. <laughs> I can't read what that's. But if it say remodeling, they're lying. Like the health department shuts you down. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, remodeling means you're cleaning up the rat shit. That's the remodeling. due to, due to, I can't Everybody read it. It says remodeling, but I, yeah, I can't tell them. <laughs> now I'm going to drive past it. <laughs> I can't read it. Take my old picture and shit. Okay. I think I'm going to go buy it so I can read it. <laughs> okay, he's trying to charge me for this article. I'm not paying the Sun Times. Like, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> they said, like, yeah. Hey, Wall. Yeah, but we're not doing that. But that's the article, yeah. Science rodents. <laughs> the owners are saying it's some bullshit, though. Yeah. So they shut down on Halloween. Okay. Yeah. So they shut down a couple weeks ago. Yeah. But yeah. I'm going to drive past and see because I want to be nosy and see what the size is. I'm going to go past. There might be a line there, too. So, like, it was like, um, that's typically, you know, when places got good food, it's like it was always a line there, but like, mm -hmm. Maybe they had their special seasoning. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Man, this is you say rodent, but I just I ever had, man. <laughs> What'd you fry this in? <laughs> Rat shit. <laughs> that fish, though. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Rodents. Yeah. Hilarious. But yeah, they so that's another um Chicago institution that's apparently gone. <laughs> so hopefully yeah. they get they shit together, but because they've been there seventy five years, I was looking at part of the articles. Like I said, I said, I said we've been in business seventy five because I, I know it was in the Blues Brothers, and that was like I know, and that was in the eighties. So yeah, yeah. So it's been there at least that long since like over forty years. Yeah, because it's nineteen eighty mm -hmm. when that when they jumped the bridge, you see it in the background is right there. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, Jake and Elwood didn't eat there. <laughs> they ate with Riri. They okay. They ate with Riri. That's right. They, ate, they had four fried chickens. That's four right. fried chickens and a white and bread. dry white toast. That's what they had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was Aretha Franklin <laughs> down in Mo in um and Maxwell, which is also gone. Like yeah, like the college got all of that land. Yeah. <laughs> it just makes me just like. Uh... I mean, I know change can be good, but just some of this change, I'm just... Yeah, it's like stuff that's been around all our lives. You're like, yeah, I'm resistant okay. to some change. I am. But change happens, yeah. Thank you for having, telling me about the rodents, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, oh, I got to talk about because we both Ooh. been... Or like, yeah, I have to talk about that shit. Okay, maybe Kareem was right. He said I was an old man with a fishing pole on my back. He's like, so maybe he was, he was on to something. Yeah. <laughs> Cause a lot of these fish places are right by water. Like um, like Lawrence Fisheries is like right. right by the um Chicago River. Yeah. Because it gives the ambiance of like, you know, the all this like fresh seafood right out the they're not catching it out the river. They're not. I but. joked about that. Yeah, I was halfway serious. I was young then. I was like, yeah, they get the fish out of that <laughs> Calumet River. There, he's like, that's not an old man with a fishing pole out back. <laughs> but maybe it is. <laughs> but uh, I think I'm done. I don't know if you got nothing. Now. I'm done. <laughs> we can wrap just, up. With uh, 
just winding down, getting ready for uh, this holiday. So Thanksgiving is now less than two weeks away. So if you don't have your stuff, get your shit. Start getting your shit. Don't be that person that shows up at the grocery store at 12 o'clock noon on Thanksgiving Day. Because we want the... Trying to cook a frozen turkey. (laughs) Let me tell you, when I worked retail, it would be people buying frozen turkeys. On Thanksgiving Day at 11 o'clock in the morning. When, when do you plan on eating? On a Saturday night, I guess. <laughs> when do you plan on eating? Because the shit is not going to be thawed out. You only dinner <laughs> Saturday night, like I said. <laughs> it's not. I mean, you should have everything. And theoretically, the only thing you should have to pick, like I said, like, okay, like, oh, it was, it was somebody is going to bring extra people. So I need to pick up another can. I need to pick up another can of um cranberry sauce. Or I need to grab another pack of rolls. That's about all you should be picking up like the day of. Or if you run out of ice or some shit like that. Yeah, like, Something yeah, simple. A couple of bags of ice or something like that. <laughs> Damn, I need some more vanilla extract. Okay, whatever, I but... Need, I need eggs like Cliff Huxtable and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he dropped the eggs and then yes. she got them from the neighbors and he went all the way back to, to an hour away to this and an hour back or... <laughs> In the rain. <laughs> and nobody told him that. Yeah, that's what it is. There wasn't no cell phones. He couldn't call and say, hey, <laughs> and forget the eggs. Like, I don't need them. <laughs> he had a beeper. He's a fucking doctor. She could have beeped him and said, fuck them eggs and shit. <laughs> so I don't buy that. Claire, Claire was just being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Bottom line, get your shit together for Thanksgiving. <laughs> And um, I was just getting and I was just getting babe settled back into the city. That's what I was doing all this weekend. So I didn't have quite the weekend again because she came back this week and she was just getting her making her house back into a home again. Mm-hmm. So been doing that. So pretty much there, still tweaking, but yeah, getting her settled back. In. But mm-hmm. appreciate you supporting out another damn podcast episodes three three six. You want to support us further? Give us a like. Also, subscribe, share, rate, review on all your platforms. I'm talking Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iHeart, TLC, Talk Radio. What up, Tasha? YouTube and your Amazon Alexa devices. Follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. You know how I do it. And you can share me at MSIMA866 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Also, S-E-R-H-U-L-E-Y-1 on Twitter, S-E-R-H-U-L-E-Y-7 on Instagram. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Check out straightgully.com for your blogs and your vlogs and for your video production needs. Check out straightgullyproductions.com. I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. We will talk to you later. Bye. 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 Bye.